0: today's episode, our second episode ever, we will be talking about all things self-care.
1: We're talking a little bit of work-life balance, how to handle a stressful situation when you're on the job, and also how to handle a client that might be frustrating or
0: difficult.
1: All right, so first things first, let's talk about work-life balance, which I feel like Being in a creative slash customer service based entrepreneurial role is sometimes really hard. Um, Do you think the same
0: or? Yeah. I mean, I think the truth is when you're a small business owner, clients truly expect you to be available 24 seven and in our industry, every bride only, well, hopefully only gets one wedding day. So they see themselves as your only bride and even though you have, you know, roughly 94 other brides for that year, you want to make them feel like they are your only bride.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like we always want to go above and beyond and make sure that our client feels special and cherished and loved because they truly are.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, but In the almost six years we've been doing this, I feel like sometimes, depending on the season especially, there's a little bit of a dip in how well we love ourselves in relation to how much we give and pour into our clients.
0: Sure, yeah, I feel like, you know, I'm often the one responding to like emails um, with clients and answering and fielding phone calls and questions, and so, early on in the business you know i was taking calls at 9 p.m um and now i'm at the point where yes like certainly if it's an emergency and a bride texts me like i want to be there and i'm glad to take that call but if it's a simple question you know like what kind of lip color do you think would look good on my redheaded bridesmaid like that is not urgent and i think we're at the point in our business where I've just learned to be brutally honest with people, and I'm just like, hey, I would love to answer your question. If you could shoot me an email, I will be glad to get to that tomorrow, but right now I'm putting my babies to sleep, and they come first, and that time with them comes first um, for me.
1: Yeah, I think brutally is maybe a harsh word. I feel like you're very, very sweet and so good at customer service, which is such a blessing. Um, to have in a business partner, for sure, because I never have to worry about um, clients feeling like Jordan is ever harsh or crass and vice versa, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. Um, But it is true. You definitely have to have some boundaries, which I'll be talking about boundaries a little bit more later in the podcast for my Riley's rant. But um, Jordan, what's like the top three things you do To maintain your work slash life balance. Well, I thought about this a lot because
0: obviously Riley and I are in very different seasons of life right Mm -hmm. now. You know, I'm mom with two kids. I'm married, um, business owner. Riley, business owner, teacher, um, but lives by herself. Just has to be responsible for a dog. So like the things that she can do for self care very different than what I can do and have time for at this point in my life. So we kind of created this thing called the three for me challenge and it's something that we're going to challenge ourselves to do in the next 30 days and we're challenging our listeners to do as well. And essentially it's find time for three self care things a day and these can be little. Like honestly for me this sounds really trivial but washing my face at night. Like My kids are crazy at night. They want me, they're crying for me, my son wants to nurse, my daughter wants me to read her a book, it's just like, they need me. So for me to wash my face and say, y'all can yell for three minutes while I wash my face, it's just like a self-care thing for me. So my three for me, the three things I'm going to try to do with this challenge is read my devotional every day and take time for that for myself, wash my face, and I'd really like to go on a walk. Those are my three things. And my walk can be a five minute walk. It can be a 45 minute walk. But just really being intentional and taking time to do that. What are you gonna do for your three for me challenge, Riley?
1: Yeah, I think it's important to when we, well, two things I think that you brought up that are important. Um, First and foremost, yes, me and you are in very different stages of life. um, But also our worlds are intertwined. So yeah, it does get a little bit hard sometimes to understand where Um, each other's needs are needed to meet but also understanding we both have very different needs and also for the three for me challenge I think we should bring up to our listeners that we were talking about this earlier in the week and it's not just like oh self-care hashtag so cute self-care it's definitely one thing that is um physical one thing that's spiritual and one thing that's mental yeah so for me Um, I struggle with a lot of anxiety and a little bit of depression here and there, but mostly anxiety and so for me It is always prioritizing One session a week with my awesome therapist if you haven't had therapy um, I mean, I recommend 10 out of 10. She's awesome Um, So for me, it's definitely taking care of my mental health first and foremost I know if I'm on my mental game, I'm there for my clients. I'm there for my sister. I'm a better um, leader for my team and just honestly, all the way around, a better person. And then also just taking some time for me and some kind of routine. So I love baths. I know some people may hate on baths, but I think they're highly underrated. I'll talk a little bit about my favorite bath products later in Glamcess, but definitely just prioritizing at least two relaxing baths with my candles and my salts and my glass of wine um, a week. And then physical, I agree with the walking. I think I love being outdoors, so anything outdoors, at least once a day, um, rain or shine, is really important for me. Yeah, I think
0: one of the things with self-care that makes this kind of, you know, not a controversial topic, but kind of a hot topic, is I know so many women feel like self-care can easily be categorized as being selfish. Um, but I think you re- we really have to work to reframe it um, and look at it as self-preservation. I was doing some research for this podcast and I found a report that said, a recent study found that American women feel significant pressure increasing with age to take care of those around them at home and at work. When you also throw in the gender pay gap, sexual harassment and unfair division of labor into the mix, it's no surprise why women suffer from burnout more than men and I think just by nature women are more nurturing and altruistic and you know really wanting to help and take care of those around them but I know one thing my mom always taught us is you know you have to there's no way to pour from an empty vessel so you have to fill yourself up continuously so that you're able to pour into others Um, You know it's just really important you have to have the energy to be there to help take care of those around you And if you're giving away all of your Positive energy and you're not protecting your own vibe then you're never gonna have
1: time to replenish it Well, and you're never gonna have enough energy. I mean we always were taught to live with one hand open to receive blessings from the Lord and from you know the universe whatever you want to call it we're religious here so from God and to let that come into our soul and then let our cup overflow and then constantly have our our other hand reaching down to others so that we can bless those with the blessings that we've had. But if you cut off from one of those sources, either way, either you're overflowing into nothingness and you're self-absorbed or you never have enough to pour into others. So yeah, that's a really good point. And a good mom for teaching us.
0: Yeah. I think another important thing is just recognizing that self-care is a lifestyle that you have to really adopt and adapt to. Yeah, you can't just, you know, wait till Sunday to do a face mask or have
1: your bubble bath. like Or say your affirmations in the morning.
0: Yeah, if you're incorporating these small acts of self-care into your daily lives, um, and it can literally be something as simple as like, okay, I'm not checking emails after five.
1: Um, Which is hard
0: (laughs) it's very hard, but I think it's just gonna lead to a much happier and healthier you So Riley, how do you handle a stressful situation during a job?
1: Yeah, I think that that's Tricky, um, especially because all of us boss babes. We're probably in different you know, industries, but for us, of course, it's mainly one-on-one with clients, making sure that they feel happy and are pleased with services. So a lot of customer, um, I like to say customer care, and not customer service, but um, for me, my biggest thing to remind myself is uh, Proverbs 4:23. 23, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it, and that is just a reminder to first of all, remember you're at work and remember what your purpose is and what your calling is for this specific job and to not take things so personal, to realize when you get um, criticism or feedback, those are good things, those make you grow, those make you um, treat the next person better, uh, make the next person even happier with your services, but remember where your worth is and it's not in that one consultation with a bride—it's not um, with that one um, mother-in-law that doesn't like her lashes or whatever. It's rooted in the Lord, and just to kind of take your personal feelings out of it um, and still be caring, but just have kind of a barrier there where you can still be in work mode and less um, offended—is that the right word?
0: So, Riley, one thing that we always were
1: taught growing up
0: is consider the source and i think in this instance like kind of to riley's point um well it's twofold but i think in this instance you have to say okay this is one person's opinion and i have to take a step back and realize like my work is beautiful they just may prefer that their brows are not as filled in like that's not a personal attack on your work it's more or less just them you know There's a certain way they're used to seeing something and doing something. And I think, too, on the other hand, you can kind of take it as a compliment when people feel comfortable enough Mm -hmm. to give you feedback because that means that you've given them the feeling of peace and comfort and, like, hey, I want to make you truly happy. True. You know, and I know for me, like, even if I do have to tweak things on someone's face or on their hair, um, if th- they walk away and you can just see them have that glow and they're genuinely pleased with their look um to
1: me that's just such that's, a great reward. Yeah, that's the best feeling for sure. Um Jordan, um let's go on to the next question for you because you're so good at it and I admire um so many decisions that you've made in these um kind of frustrating situations that sometimes we find ourselves in being um entrepreneurs and kind of you know we've been in this for almost six years so we have figured out a lot but in the earlier years yeah like there were some some choppy waters so um how do you handle a frustrating client or someone who a client that's just really set in their ways and not willing to work with you as well so i
0: think there's a couple of things I do. The very first thing when I have a client that I can sense is feeling like stressed or frustrated, um, I wanna really make them feel heard. I wanna hear why they're frustrated. I wanna hear from them what they feel I could do to make Mm the situation better. I want to, yeah, just really make them feel heard because I feel like so many times people are quick to jump and get defensive or, you know, have an answer. And um, I think 90% of the time, When someone is upset or frustrated they just want to feel heard so step one is make sure that they feel heard yeah and i think step two again i I work to find a resolution and we need to scale it back so let's take off your foundation and let's try something you know a little lighter or um, you don't normally contour your face and you're feeling like you look Overly chiseled. That's fine. Let's buff that out.
1: Yeah, what about you know, um, and that's also so valid But what I'm what I'm interested in too is like your mindset when it's more on the business end of things Like if sure. they're having an issue with you know The agreement that they signed and maybe they didn't fully read it, but yet, you know, they did sign an agreement um, And then they're, they're having issues How do you kind of navigate that?
0: Yeah, I know a lot of people in the business world probably like dread these things, but Um, these instances but I would say like we really welcome them because I think it's when we get to show our humanity and I think um, you know it's just when you really get to show your willingness and your ability to to go with the flow and work with people Mm -hmm. and so you know first off make them feel heard so same thing Um, second I would say go back to your agreement and make sure I've read our agreement probably 600,000 times Mm -hmm. because I want to make sure that it's clear it's concise it's to the point um and it makes sense and if there is any gray area in there then you know i reach out and help clarify that for them Mm i mean when i can say yes and i have room to be flexible i am yeah because at the end of the day i think you know having a happy client is worth that to me i want our clients and our brides to feel like They had an
1: amazing experience and come out of it with friends. Yeah, absolutely. And not just on the day of their wedding or their special event, but the entire experience that they're working with you or us or whoever they're working with on our team. I think that's so key, too, is recognizing that getting
0: married the one day is so important, but it's everything that leads up to that Mm -hmm. day, and that can really be carried into any business. Like, Mm -hmm. the day that you deliver the big deliverable Mm -hmm. is so important, but the communication leading up to that and how you've made your client feel. Have they felt heard? Have they felt loved? Have they felt valued? Have they felt like you dealt with them fairly? I think that is... Really, equally as important as to your performance and And your talent, your your big deliverable. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. I think that's what really separates like okay businesses from great businesses. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay, so moving on to our glam set section, we're just gonna talk about the little ways we practice self care, and I guess. Sure. cool. That sounds good. All right, um, like I said earlier, I am a big fan of baths. Um, Don't come at me for this. I know some people think it's gross. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I love them. I don't wash my hair every day. I like a good bath. Um, For me, ways that I um, make my baths feel super luxe and luxurious, like I'm truly treating myself like a little spa moment, Um, I have this bath caddy, it's a bamboo bath caddy tray, and it's, I'm gonna probably butcher it, but it's bam Bambaroba, you can find it on Amazon, and it has like a little space for my wines, so my wine never gets splashed, and a place for my laptop if I wanna catch up on emails in my bath, because yes, I soak, I like all the salts in my bath, um, all the lavender. Must be
0: nice. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, well,
0: I haven't taken a bath. It wasn't like a child bubble bath
1: in four years. Well, hopefully one day I'll get there. But right now, I like me some baths. Um, But yeah, if you haven't, I can link that somewhere. We'll figure it out. Um, But best shower caddy tray ever. Um, And then also, I love Lush bath products, especially the Lush bath bombs. Um, I don't treat myself to them all the time, but... If I'm feeling extremely stressed out or just like I wanna celebrate a little win in my life, I will get me a lot. Li- just just look it up, they're so cute. But also their body scrubs and their shower gel, especially in the olive brand. girl, let me tell you. That is one of the best shower gels I've ever used. And just to throw it in, because you know we love to give credit where credit is due, we love a brand that we can stand behind and do that uh, ethically, and Lush is a company that's fighting against animal testing. is 100% vegetarian and it's handmade. So, yeah, check them out if you've never checked them out before. All their stuff smells. I mean, absolutely fantastic. Jay, um, even though you're in mom life and wife life and totally different mode than me, what are some some little self-care thingies you practice?
0: Well, I think during quarantine, with my lack of self-care, um, <laughs> I just started to feel in a funk and just totally not like myself. So I saved up a little bit of side cash and decided to get my brows microbladed. I recognize like if I have a full face of makeup on or at least like made effort on my face during the day I feel so much better and just like myself and like doing that first thing in the morning just feels like I already have one win for the day. So um, getting my brows microbladed just made that process much quicker. So I love that and always makes my face feel like I got something going on and then I also recently just got hair extensions. I've loved my short hair and it's been like so fun but I just realized like I haven't felt glamorous um as I do with my long hair in like four years so it's yeah. just time for a little change who knows how long I'll keep it but shout out to my girl Autumn, hey, Autumn. we love looking you. it up um, love my hair feels great
1: Hey, y'all, it's time for a rant with Riley. All right,
0: today we're going to have another rant with Riley, and Riley's going to be talking about just protecting
1: the vibes. Yeah, um you know, going along with self-care. Uh, a lot of you probably don't know, I've recently been through some stressful and, you know, borderline toxic relationship dynamics in my personal life. This is something, honestly, that I feel I've struggled with for pretty much my entire life. I feel things um, very deeply, um, and I actually have a really sensitive heart and soul, but I, to the outward world, I, give off a really spunky, kind of tough, go with the flow um, exterior, so a lot of people don't know this about me, but yeah, there's some things that I've learned, especially within the past, I would say six months, um, that have just helped me, and I'm not good at them yet by any means, but I work on them every single day. I guess I should backtrack a little bit and say, since I was young, I've been kind of categorized as someone who's super empathetic, And now as I continue to get older and just do some research, I definitely have qualities of what's called an empath. I can talk more on that at a later date. But because I am somewhat of an empath, boundaries are really difficult for me. And I've found that even if I, in the past, have laid down boundaries, like you're not gonna talk to me like this, if you talk to me like this, this will happen. I can say it a couple of times, but the more that I get stressed out or the more that I feel my barriers being bombarded, I let them down and I end up people pleasing. So something that I've been really working on is just having boundaries for myself and understanding that boundaries aren't a mean thing. Boundaries are good for the person setting the boundaries and also for the other person on the receiving end that you're interacting with as you hold the boundary because it gives them a clear view of where you are, who you are, and what you expect. And if you waver on those boundaries, it gets a little bit confusing for yourself and the other people dealing with you. So best advice is to uh, do a lot of journaling, do some journaling, figure out exactly what you need from first and foremost yourself. What are you seeking in other people that is not fueling your soul, that is making you feel run down, that is making you feel burned out, that is making you feel less worthy than this beautiful being that you are, that deserves so much, and is worth so much, and then also looking at your relationships and seeing, hmm, that person tends to suck a lot of energy out of me, or when this person does this, I feel like this, so I do something that my less lesser self, my less, you know, not my goddess self would react to in this manner. So I don't know if that makes a whole lot of sense, but um, I feel like it's really, really easy for people who struggle with anxiety especially and also have these empath qualities and are in customer service based businesses that are chasing these big dreams to feel the same way that I feel. So if you're feeling like that, let me just let you know, you're so not alone. Um, I have a lot of friends that are in the same boat as well. And it's a good boat, like we party hard, but we also uh, do a lot of self work as well, um, really hard. So um, just encouragement there. And if I do feel the weight of my anxiety creeping in, or just the absolute exhaustion hit me, with a lot of bricks from burnout, um, just break the cycle. The quickest and easiest thing to do in those circumstances, is just like get up and do something for five to 30 seconds. That's actually scientifically proven. They call it the fry and egg method. Um, if you're feeling like you're not gonna hold a boundary or you're feeling super anxiety ridden about something, seriously, stop what you're doing. Stop texting whoever you're texting. If you need to say, hey, I'm so sorry, I need to use a restroom, just go somewhere else, remove yourself, and do another activity for 5 to 30 seconds, and I promise you will start to remember who you are, babe. It's true. It's weird, but it's true. Anyways, that's my rant today. Kind of a deep rant, but you know what? Why not rant deep and feed the soul? I love you guys. (laughs) Ha ha! Blessings
0: with mommy. It's time for Bakum Blessings with me, Jordan. And I don't know about you guys, but this world that we're living in right now, it's just so much with, um, COVID and everything that we are still dealing with with the pandemic and so many people sick. And I just feel like every time I turn on the news, it's just another heartbreaking story. Um, And then the election, which at the point of this recording is still undetermined who the winner is going to be. And it's just hard. Our country is in this place of limbo and there's so much fear and frustration. And so if you're feeling that this morning or today, whenever you're listening to this, um, please just know that you're not alone in that. I think it's a very universal feeling across the board, just everyone feeling frustrated and, and just down. I've had kind of this overwhelming looming sadness for kind of no reason I could pinpoint. And I took a step back and just realized that. I think it's just the world and the state of our world right now And I think it's very important to address some of the lies in our lives that we have agreed with, the sinful patterns that we relate to God and ourselves and others. Um, I think subconsciously we believe lies of the enemy and they hold a serious spiritual significance that can tie us to a kingdom of darkness. These lies and these vows fuel our lust our pride our bitterness and a multitude of other sins um and we stopped we've stopped seeing ourselves as adopted sons and daughters of god and so the only way to take the power of sin away is to renounce the ties to this kingdom of darkness and to truly shut every door that the enemy is trying to enter in our lives and so I know for me right now, some of the lies I'm believing, I'm forgetting that Jesus is the king and he is on the throne no matter who is in office. I'm forgetting that God is the ultimate healer. He made us. He is bigger than a virus. I'm forgetting that as we enter into this season of Thanksgiving and then celebration, um, I get so worried about, do I have enough gifts for this person, and am I going to be able to afford this, and I think it's just so important to take a step back and remember the true meaning behind the seasons that we're celebrating, and the reason why we celebrate this time of year. So when I talked about renouncing lies, the lie I'm going to renounce today is that I am in control and I have to be in control. And I'm going to come into agreement with the truth that our God is sovereign. Our God is good. Our God is loving. And his actions always display love. He loves us as our children. And as God's children, we know our Father is mightier
1: than any enemy that could come into our way. Wow yes, what a blessing. Definitely need to renounce those lies and not be distracted by the chaos that surrounds us. Wow, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us again today on Beauty Queens, a podcast about two sisters that are glam sessed a little stressed, but mostly blessed. It's been our pleasure. We'll see you soon. Have a good one.